This is the Great Hip Hop Debates presented by Double XL. Hosted by yours truly, Torrey, and my girl, the editor-in-chief of Double XL magazine, Vanessa Satin. Each week, we'll be bringing you some amazing guests to chop it up and give us their opinions on hip hop's most pressing topics. It's always no hose barred, all the way real, and very entertaining. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and catch us weekly at XXLMag.com. And we are back with another edition of the great hip hop debates brought to you by the good folks over here at Double XL. You know me, I'm your host, your boy Tor Ray. To my left is the lovely Vanessa Satin, editor in chief of Double XL. What up, V? What's up? Chilling, chilling. So we got a nice room full of uh, special people today. And when I say special, I do mean short yellow bus style. We got my man. You might see him in the sex room. You might have seen him on This Is 50 or Wildin' Out with Nick Cannon. I'm talking about the one, the only, the strip club veteran, my man Jack Thriller. What up, bye? Hey, man, I'm out here, man. You know about me. Ladies, <laughs> holla at your boy, at Jack Thriller. That, I just didn't notice the hat right now. Yo, in the <laughs> shirt. <Understood>. Respect. <laughs> Respect the coordination. If I didn't know you, I'd think you were creepy. <laughs> and now that you know him, you know he's creepy. <laughs> Word. So before we even in, before we introduce our next guest, let me just say I was downstairs, right? I was coming up, security was downstairs, they was checking me in, and they were talking. They was like, "Yo, did you see the guy upstairs with the? I mean, did you see the guy in the lobby with the strip club veteran shirt?" And the other dude was like, "Yeah," and he had the hat too. And of all the things in this building, all the offices, and I knew it was, I was like, Jack Thriller. Jack Thriller is here. So yes, Jack Thriller is here. And of course, we got the feature presentation. You can hear him tearing down the radios right here in New York City, beating down them clubs all the time, and moving around with the lovely Mariah Carey. Hey, boo. Talking about my guy, the feature presentation, (laughs) Sus One. What up? What up? What up, Sus? What's cracking? Chilling, man. Good to see you guys here. So we got another another great topic today, man. Um, If you watch Double XL. If you go on XXLMag.com, you see what's happening. You follow him on the gram. It was a little controversy uh, last week, man. It was crazy. So they posted a picture. The picture is Nas, Puff, and Future. But on the caption, it says Esco, Puff, and Future. Now, us heads, hip-hop heads, guys who do this, people that do this, we know Nas, Nas Escobar, Escobano, whatever you want to call them. We all know one of Nas's aliases is Esco. Um, but then, then the comments happened. The kids got in the comment section, and it was crazy. Everybody was talking about who's Esco. That's not Esco. That's not the world's coolest DJ. Where's Esco? Is he standing behind Nas? All this crazy shit. Being smart and really not knowing that Nas's alias, one of his aliases, is Esco. And that got us all the thing. Obviously, comments went crazy, and everybody chimed in, and the people was like, oh, well, Nas don't even make music, or when's the last time he called himself Esco trying to clean it up? But... How do you not know that? How do you not know Nas is Escobar? I mean, he said it in the Nostradamus the kid, song. The kids don't know that hook. season. It's Escobar season. The kids exactly. don't know that, though. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and that got us to thinking, um, do you feel like the kids and the young rappers, do you feel like it's their responsibility to know their history in hip-hop, to know the forefathers, the people that came before them? And that's what the topic is going to be today. So, Sus, it's funny because you was riding around today. You was Snapchatting. You was playing classic joints. Yes, while you exactly. was riding through the city. Mm-hmm. So as a DJ, obviously, you came in, you you heard music, you wanted to be a part of this culture, you wanted to get down, and you decided you wanted to be a DJ. Did you go and, and study your history and the guys that came before you? Yeah, um, I don't really know exactly what it is with the kids nowadays. I don't know if it's the social media These era. damn kids. And they're just paying attention to exactly what's going on moment by moment. But when I came up, not only did I have to know, you know the music that was popping Currently, I had to know things from the past. Like, like I was practicing with records that was before my time, like Frankie Beverly, Before I Let Go. You know what I'm saying? A lot of 80s hip-hop. You know, I wasn't, I didn't start listening to the hip-hop till the 90s, and mm. but I had to know all the 80s hip-hop, and I had mm. to know all the 80s and 70s R&B and stuff like that. And I used to practice with those records, like Mary Jane Girls, All Night Long, and, and records like that. So, and my mom and my pops used to put me onto these records. So I don't understand the, the parents nowadays, how they're not teaching their kids like, cause if I had teach kids, the babies. I would teach them what the what the where hip hop came from and everything. And I don't understand if you're a fan of hip hop why you're not paying attention to the music beforehand. I just don't understand why you wouldn't be curious or why you wouldn't even take a look. Right. You know what I'm saying if you love it so much, why not go back a, a, a generation to see where that came from? Who inspired some of your favorite artists? Exactly. And things of that nature. What about you, Jack Thriller? Um, you know, <laughs> I, I really don't think the kids care at all, man. Cause you, music is so. Um, 
It's so easy to do, man. Anybody can make a hit. You a hit away from. Oh, you do music. I do, actually do. <laughs> I apologize. I actually do. You, one, your music yeah, that, is awesome that too. One time I went to the studio. No, you, you, you are a terrific MC, man. Don't try to clean it up, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about my outfit. Hey, you, no. <laughs> you um, like I said, it's just so easy to make a hit these days, man. You like when a uh, future? What's his name? Uh, designer mm-hmm. first came out, you know, he only had two songs. We came up to G and went fifty talk to him. Mm-hmm. He only had two songs and whatnot. And you know, he has the number one song on Billboard. Mm-hmm. Hey, it, they don't have to know, but I think they should. But they don't care to know. You know why? Because these days in time, it's so easy to just Google whatever. It's, it, like we didn't have much stuff to Google because we didn't have Google when we were coming up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if you wanted to entertain yourself or see what something was and whatnot, we we um we just had that. We went back and watched Smokey Robinson and watched uh, uh looked up um uh, Barry Gordy and Michael Jackson and stuff like that because it it wasn't that much to choose from. Right. It's a pocket for everything now, and you know, and I I think that's what um I think variety. That's what, uh, you know what I'm saying, got the kids like, I don't give a fuck. So they, they don't, don't care have about care. what's well, happening, what happened, what came before, what inspired the people that they listened to. I think there's a bunch of different elements. Like, I think the kids just don't care and they're not interested They're in, in what's the moment, and that's bad. I think the parents aren't teaching them. I think TV nowadays, like, they used to force things in our minds with the with the um, music shows and 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 play the current and the past and teach us about everything. And we, we had even, shows like Yo! MTV Raps. Right, there aren't even any shows anymore. Yeah, there aren't any even shows. I think Revolt's trying to do it a little bit, but there really aren't even shows. Who got shows. Revolt, dog? It's on one cable but, provider. Stop it. I plead the fifth. But listen, <laughs> and also, um, you know, I'm, I'll take responsibility. I, I personally, when I'm on the radio, I try to... I think to, it's all your fault. No, it's all my fault. Let's let's yeah, I greatly down, apologize. Let's, let's wrap it up. So thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but I think you know, radio needs to have the the throwback shows more. Like a lot of them have been kicked off of radio. They're just concerned of what research is well nowadays. You know, because of the business of radio when hip hop became popular, they it, and radio became more hip hop. Radio became more popular. Now it's a business, and they're trying to control the DJ. And we got to play all these hits and what research is well and all this bullshit. That's why, honestly, I like Sirius XM a lot because they don't. Put those handcuffs on you. Shout out to the home team. Yeah, but um, you know, no disrespect to my other teams, but I'm just saying there's rules in radio right now. So I think it's a lot of different elements. You know what I'm saying? True indeed. But v- you know, I I I researched the shit out of this when it happened on Saturday night or whatever it is, and you know, we wanted to say okay, so the youth doesn't care, right? And the youth doesn't care about Nas being Esco and all that. But so the first thing that happened is the youth, the younger people, did respond and was like, "That's who's that? That's not Esco." Da 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 da. But you know, the bigger thing was that the older folks jumped all over them. It only trended, I've read a million tweets at this point, it only trended because older people wanted to jump all over the kids and be like, ah, you fucking 90s babies, ah, you fucking kids, you don't know, you don't respect. Nobody offered, well, this is what you should learn, or listen mm-hmm. from the ESCO period. Mm-hmm. Nobody tweeted, well, this is what you should know, well, this is how he became ESCO. You know, so it wasn't the kids, I found just a few f- tweets of the kids sitting there going, Hey, you know, I'm from the I was born in the '90s. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's a little bit of that. The only reason this was a big topic because every old person that's sitting in this room went back at them to be like, "I'm embarrassed. You don't know your culture. I'm embarrassed. You don't know this. I'm embarrassed. You don't know that." And so that was interesting to me because I wanted to go look at it and be like, "Okay, so these kids just don't respect anything, and they're Vince Staples and doesn't care about the '90s, and little Uzi doesn't want Primo beats, and all the kind of stuff that we've heard." But the reality is, there were. 10 times more tweets of somebody like me going back being like, it's sad that you don't know, which I did myself. Yeah. And I think that's a big factor is like, okay, so these kids don't know it. All right. I, you know, we're asking them to know somebody's nickname. They might be 17 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, it is a little bit of a stretch. But I don't know, not knowing it is disrespectful. I think not wanting to know it is disrespectful. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and that's not what we got from the kids. But what we got from the older folk was that we're not going to teach you. We're just going to beat you down and tell you how you fucked up. And I think that was the biggest takeaway of the ESCO thing that kind of got slept on is, nah, it's our problem. Right. Oh, we think it's all the young people's problem. It's our fucking problem because how are we? How how have we taught them since that happened a week ago? Right. What teachable moment has happened? Do you think Do you think Future Puff or Nas should have said something about it since they saw all the energy under the comments and all that, that they should have said something like... We got reached out by Nas because I don't think they understood at first that they thought that they didn't see the first post to begin with. They saw some of the replies that they did what we were reposting and they didn't understand at first where it was coming from. Sometimes I think when somebody gets so caught up in a moment that something's trending, it's hard to catch back up catch to that original to tweet original. and mm-hmm. see what happened. 
I think those guys just let it go. I mean, if you look at the tweet that we did, we called Puffy Puffy, not Diddy. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't the only one with the 90s nickname. Yeah. You know, Puff go back and forth with so many names. Yeah. Nobody knows what to call Puffy's them. Puffy's from the 90s, definitely. That, you know, so an old head's going to look at it and be Esco Puffy. When I looked at it, I didn't understand why people were getting pissed. It took me a while to figure out, oh, it's because we called them Esco. They don't know that, you know? Um, but okay. <laughs> like, they're the, young the, kids the at 17 years old. Like the generation not, gap, I think... Um, accounts for a lot of why um you know the the old heads are in this space and the young kids are there the old heads want to be mad right and the young and the young heads want to prove you wrong so there's so you got always two a things constant, colliding in right, general constant you're colliding fucking wrong i know heads. more than you you brand i know more than you i'm a bigger fan but it was very little of the comeback of i don't want to know that shit i don't care about nas it wasn't the fight back of like it was that oh right nobody was saying school us school us school us but there is no teachable moment they came out of it. There's nothing that wrote, ourselves included, of when did he become Esco? What's the first? We did well, all I think the recording. That's the next, I think that's the next thing that should pop up on the site is the origin of Esco. And, well, and we have it already written. Okay. But then again, you know, the origin of Esco, we've done as much digging as we can from what we remember from as Nas fans, from all the freestyles and the Mob Deep appearance in, you know, Eye for an Eye in 95 and the Source Freestyle with Kid Capri and the mentioning there and the AZ song, you know, and uh, the problem is, is that without Nas telling us, we really don't know. We need so Nas. it still comes down to Nas at the end Nas, of the day. Being somebody like, get Nas on the phone. Go? We need yeah. Nas here. But, do, but, all right, so let's take it away from just the fans of music because that's one thing. What about young rappers coming up. There's a lot of young rappers who topic. don't care yeah. to know about their me. history, that don't care to know about artists before them. Um, you guys remember Fiasco Gate when he was supposed to do a Tribe Called Quest. And, you know, you look at somebody like Lupe, you think he would know a Tribe Called Quest off the rip. And he's like, yo, I never listened to them and, and blah, blah, blah. So do you think that there's a responsibility for younger rappers to know about the artists that came There's before them. There's got to be something for the fact that we can have jazz tributes that tribute Duke Ellington and Sarah Vaughn and Louis Armstrong every year. And we and it will sell out at Lincoln Center and it'll be huge. And we can do concerts over and over with country western people and, and Kiss and Elton John and Billy Joel just did 147 nights or something at the right. Garden or whatever it is. Crazy. And we have nobody in hip-hop that can do that. And you two can come out anytime they you want. You two can come out. There is something interesting that as a genre of music, we do not have the big artists revered like other genres of music. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're not as old. Maybe it's because we're only 40 years old, whatever it is. But there is something in the fact that the older artist who's got the Nas, the 11 solo albums, has done everything that he's done, is not revered the way a lot of the other artists are in other genres. Right. I think that's interesting. And I think that's the hip-hop kid mentality of, not is it the rapper or whatever of not looking back at the other artists and appreciating and then maybe sometimes the older artists trying to do whatever they can to stay on with the younger dude it is reversed than any other genre i don't know how you change that because part of what makes hip-hop the way it is is that it's fresh and young and right. cool it's, and it's all that young, yeah. it's a young person's sport it's it was, a young it person's was, sport and we're saying well, you all have started. to know everything but right but now it's evolving now like you said hip-hop is in its 40th year now we have Oh, geez. Now we have a generation or two we can go back on. And I think that it might be time for us to start to revere some of the people that came before us. You know, the fact that... But it's just going to be Jay and Kanye because that's all we do. <laughs> we <laughs> only revere Jay-Z. We revere Jay-Z. We can put him on the totem pole and put him as high but as I, possible. You know, but I've seen conversations between kids who argue who's better, Jay-Z or Drake. You know, because th th he's their Jay-Z. This generation's Jay-Z, you know, for these kids coming up. He's the biggest thing. He sells the most. He's the coolest. He's the idiot. Yeah, but if you're a fan of Drake, he's he's said in plenty of interviews and he's he's paid homage in plenty of records Absolutely. to Jay-Z. So if you're a fan of Drake... Antonaz. I'm just saying, yeah, Antonaz. <laughs> so I'm just saying how I would think. If I'm a fan of Drake and he's saying this, I'd automatically be like, oh, this is my favorite artist. Let me see what the fuck he's exactly. talking about and listen to Jay-Z. Wouldn't you do that? Right, you would think that, but I feel like so many If you're many such a don't. fan of Drake and he's saying this is like who I listen to coming up, wouldn't that make you want to go listen? I don't know. That's how I feel. I think that's some logic that you're pushing there that sometimes doesn't always exist in hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know the logical side of it? You know, I think it's maybe they go put it on and it sounds dated. You know, maybe what they picked wasn't the right thing to look to because nobody told them what to listen to per se. I don't know. I mean, I'm not defending it. I could understand... A kid, man. If you listen to Reasonable Doubt, and you homework. don't love it. 
I don't know who you are. I think I think the beats are dated, obviously, because things is more trap now and shit like that. But that that's what I'm saying. That might be hard for them to get over sometimes. Is that the beats sounding dated, which is fucked up. But it might be. I mean, we put on some shit yesterday, which I'm not gonna call out because it's gonna sound stupid. But we've been. I was like, this shit sounds dope. This old Wu Tang shit or whatever. I was like, boy, this beat is fucking dated. You know, <laughs> no, and, it's and dated, there's nothing but... you could do about that. Right. It, it, it just is, exists. It is, it is. What but are the they gu- hearing? The guys you that know? they say is number one now is like Drake. You know, J. Cole, Kendrick. And, you know, they still say Kanye and Hove. I know Hove's older, but these guys are lyrical. So I know the beats are dated, but the the, the content is to me is not dated, and the things, the lyrics aren't dated. But I feel like in this day and time, I mean, who's holding lyrics to a high regard besides a pocket full of, of people? You know, well, when you, you ask look kids at, who's their top five right now, are well, you they just said say Drake? The, top, the number one record in the country is Designer, right? We, is, half of this shit is not even audible. Like, we don't even know what he's saying besides having bros in number the Number one Atlanta. record in the country right now doesn't mean Panda. That's the, well, that's what I'm saying. On the top five dead or alive. But no, but it's the most popular, right? So yeah. the, the records that are popular now and the artists that are popular now what people are listening to now I don't feel like there's such an emphasis on lyrics so maybe they can't get past the beat and get into the lyrics because they don't care they want right. the beat that's the, what I'm wondering you if can't dab yeah. like you can't dab the 21 so are you uh, telling me the kids 10 years from now when to one in say a million questions who's, the, who's better that one of their top MCs might be um, fucking designer yeah so it might right be. now as amigos if you listen to the kids now is the, the YNs the uh, what's that young, young dude young, young Yachty Lil yeah. Yachty and they, they, I mean oh my god Top but of that records? was the whole argument yesterday on Twitter was how Lil Yachty is the new Tupac now I'm not gonna diss Whoa. Lil Yachty but that shocked the shit out of me I gotta go wow. and that was a huge argument <laughs> on Twitter yesterday and I was like wow it was just you know that was that the kids don't understand what a reach that is but then when I say the kids, I found stupid myself. I'm right. like, what am I talking about, the fucking kids? Okay? But hip-hop comes with such an <laughs> attitude, kids. man. Yeah. And new, 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 new. And if you look in the past, people, it's so, it's so competitive that it can't be like a country music or a jazz or anything like that. Because, like, jazz musicians or country musicians, they didn't hate on each other or they compete with each beef. other. They beef. We didn't know about it. Well, there was no it Instagram. Was, it, wasn't, it wasn't like it wasn't this. Like <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, but it wasn't like, it, it's not like hip-hop. Hip-hop got an attitude problem. And <laughs> motherfuckers inside hip-hop said, hey, when you over 40, you ain't supposed to be rapping no more. And then they turned 42. Right. And then now they like, hey, man, I don't understand why they ain't fucking with me no more. Because you started that shit 20 years ago when you was 20. Yeah, some guys so, might have kind of boxed themselves in, right? Yeah. Because when you young, and I hear a lot of artists say it now, or people talk, I'm young, I'm this, I'm this. All right, but what are you going to do? You Do you plan on dying young, or do at some point oh, I you always want say, to- how are you going to get older? You want to grow yeah. up, right. right? So if you keep shunning the older people and, and, and making hip-hop so young, you basically pushing yourself out. Because as time goes on, you're going to age. Can Jay-Z still sell? I think that Jay-Z is is bigger than just a rap artist. His brand is so big that I feel like whatever he does and puts something to the marketplace is going to generate a certain amount of attention because he's Jay-Z. What about Fat Joe right now has one of the top records in the country with All the Way Up with Remy? That's a How good point. That? That's a very, very good point. I mean, it's a great record. Um, and Joe is a smart guy. He knows how to make... The kids records. love that record, though. Exactly. Man, but do they, they know, never said do they this know guy Flo Joe? Do they know Flo Joe? Do now they, they know D-I-T-C? Know it, but, no, but what I'm saying is... No, they don't. But what I'm saying is a guy who's over 40 could come here and make some noise. I think because he was able to stay relevant, stay current, you know, reinvent who he was from relativity records days and digging in the crates to who people know Fat Joe is now. Um, another thing is he stays on the post of working with the artists that are popping. You know, you see there him you, go. you see him working with, with Lil Wayne when everybody from the purest hip-hop were like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm fucking getting me a hot record is what I'm doing. <laughs> what about Eminem? Again, you know, I mean, <laughs> you can't pull like the Mount Rushmore guys because they, I feel like they've impacted the the culture more so than just because they made music. You, yeah, Eminem yeah, yeah. is is Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, he can put a record out. You can't out. come into the game in 40 is what you're saying. I don't think you can start at 40. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then you look at, you know, like a Jay Electronica, who's older, right? And and people dig him. He don't put out a lot of music, but people dig him. But I think some of the top artists are older artists. They don't necessarily act their age, if 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 you will. You know, you look at a guy like Rick Ross. He's very relevant, right? Rick Ross ain't fucking 26 years old. Two Chains ain't 26 years old. Yeah. These motherfuckers is grown. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they carry themselves in a way that that they relate to the youth. I want to ask about 
the the gatekeepers of hip hop, you know, the OGs whose responsibility I think it is, or is it their responsibility would probably be a better question, to educate the youth and to uphold the things that they came in on. Like, you know, you look at a guy like Funk Flex, who OG carrying crate, he know from the Bronx, he know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he'll get on there, he'll drop that Lil Yachty record, you know what I'm saying? Cause they know that's what's popping right now. But how 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 why not follow that up with some shit that you know is hip hop shit so that that doesn't get lost? Because he want to keep his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, nah, but the time the times I have listened, um, Message. from you know you know it's I'm on the competitive station, so I try to stay focused on what our station's doing. But the times I've listened to see what the competition's doing, Flex definitely he always pays homage to Red Alert. He always um, chill, chill out. Um, fucking the Fourth of July. Okay, but there's times during the year that they show a lot. They play a lot of classics, and then they say stories of what this record was like when it dropped. That's very and true. And what you should know this. Like, I've heard it plenty of times. So I, him, I think he does his responsibility. I know I do my responsibility, but like we said, some of us push the envelope. The radio has a lot of rules right now. Like, I'm not going to say any stations, but there's some stations I've guest DJed on, and they're like, these are the records that you're going to be playing. And you're going to be playing. We have rules. Records. You know, you wonder who determined that those were the records. What's that the, we're gonna get what played, is it, Arbitron? You know? what's, the, what's, the, what's the fucking rating system that they use or they uh, check? Or what the hell is the name of it right the now? The Nielsen shit or whatever. Like, what are these? What, what? I look at Twitter. I look at Instagram. That's current. That's popping. That's the post. People are like, yo, I'm tired of hearing the same 10 records. That's all I see. People are tired of hearing the same Radio's shit. Radio's based off of research now. That they research, research is bullshit. Look at what the people are saying the right research? now. That's what I want to know. Who are they asking? I, I, listen, I'm not the boss. I just follow what the boss <laughs> you is saying. You are the representative but, of radio. Yeah, right representative. Now. <laughs> what I do know is they take, um, they pick dozens of people or hundreds of people and they research with those people. Now, who these people are, I'm, I'm not I sure. I never get Dang. these phone calls. Yeah, I, get my no, I never here. get exactly. these phone calls. Nobody ever asks me who I'm voting for polling wise. Never. I never get the phone call. And the, the, and the new, the, the new cable vision, nothing. Man, it's bigger than us, man. Vanessa wants to be surveyed. Vanessa wants to be surveyed. God damn it! <laughs> I hear about these surveys, but nobody includes me in them. You ever think for a second though we might just be in our own bubble, and that's why we don't know how who these people are or how do they choose this this music and whatnot? Well, we're definitely a, in a bubble. Yeah, we we listen to the shit we listen to, but it's a whole nother world out there. Like, hey, this is the shit we want to hear on a station. This is the shit that okay, yeah. Um, I want to hear Bryson Tiller every other um uh radio commercial. Yeah, now nah, play Bryson Tiller right after the Tory Lanes that came out. Yeah, after Bryson Tiller, Tiller. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah, play but, that. But what about you? Just missed the weekend. Definitely got to play yeah. the weekend. Definitely yeah, we, got to get the oh, weekend. It's all the same shit. They sound like each other. Hey, we got to, you know what I'm saying, tell our artists to start making songs like them. If JC started singing on his shit like Bryson, yeah, <laughs> I, I think would, he probably would, can that would, that do would a not million be, records. That would not be a good idea. So do do we feel like... You going to really turn your back on Jay-Z if he starts sounding like Bryson Tiller? Absolutely. I you, want Jay-Z to sound like Jay-Z. Do you think he need us? <laughs> no, Jay Z don't need to put a record out. Hey, Let's hey, be clear. Hey, 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 uh, Fat Joe didn't need us, and he got all the way up. We ain't the majority of the people that fucking with all the way up. Like- and a lot of people don't know what Fat Joe looked like. This the uh, the young people inside again. The they don't know the lean back. They don't. They, they don't even know the lean backs. You know that what? bothers you know- me because lean backs not that long. No, ago. no, no. Listen, let me say this. Um, I was at Farmingdale this week on Monday. Farm, shout out to Farmingdale State I used to College. Dorm there, but I, shout out yeah, to Farmingdale. Yeah, no, did you? You went to Five Towns. Went to Five Towns. Yeah, you had dorm there dorm before there. Five Towns had dorms. Exactly. Yeah, but go ahead. Um, so I was there. Yeah, and I, I was doing their Ram Fest. <laughs> I went to Kingsborough Community, baby. But I was doing their Ram Fest. Fat Joe was one of the performers, ironically. And in the back of my mind, I was like, "Damn, are these kids gonna react to Fat Joe?" The way I feel like he should be reacting to. I saw that to. footage and they did. And, and I, I booked that gig P- also. PNB Rock, <laughs> PNB, you did, you actually did. Shout you was to the, Reg West. Yeah, you was the plug. PNB yeah, yeah. Rock um, performed first, right? And they loved it and they knew all the records. And I was like, damn. In my mind, I was like, damn. I think Joe might not. You know what I mean? Like it might not go down for Joe. And I was so pleasantly surprised that they knew all the records. They well, knew what did he the, perform? Of course, yeah, he, he, did, he did all his big records. He did all his big singles. But I was surprised that they knew the What's Loves with the Shanties, and they knew the the joint with um with uh what's the singing dude who's not around no more? The Jay Holiday and No Shots. Wow. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that wasn't that long. Knew, ago. Wow. But they knew these records. I thought they were dead. Yeah. What you they, said? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. Though, no, he's <laughs> um, and and then of course, of course, he got into the all the way ups and the mega rains and you know the bigger, bigger records. But I was definitely pleasantly surprised that an audience of college students knew some of the records that 
what five, ten, five, six, seven, eight years ago because this shit is so fast now. You know, it's so disposable. People be in and out so quick that they be over it. So it felt good just because we we mentioned Joe. It felt good to see that. Um, but again, going going back to the rappers and, and some of these artists who don't know about the the artists who came before them. Whose responsibility is it to to school them? Is it us as it's everybody's? Some, I think this is the hip hop culture. This is the DJs. This is the radio. But if stations, you school them, the, I get schooling. I get schooling. I get schooling. You can't get somebody to force somebody to receive information and be interested in it. You know, I mean, that's an interesting fact. Like we could school, we could talk about that all we want. If they don't care, they don't care. Not to say that they all don't, but I just don't know how you get people who aren't so interested in something to then genuinely be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to change the way I'm thinking at 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 22 years old. And Can't tell them shit. Like, I just, I'm not really sure. Like, we could offer all of that, but I don't know how you make them like it. I don't know how you make them so-and-so. I don't, I don't know how you make Vince Staples want to receive the 90s music if, if he really feels all that way, you know, because he's sitting there and he's angry that you're putting it on him. He's saying, I don't want to like all your stuff. I don't want, I'm the, you're, you're mad at me because I'm not infatuated with what you're infatuated with. So how do we... I, it, to me, the conversation stuck sometimes. They don't even know the early 2000s music. Like, it's not that long ago. Dog, my daughter didn't know a Mace record. I wanted to kick her out the car. Feel So Good came on. How old is she? She's 14. Oh, I thought you were going to say like four. So no, like, no, my she's, she's 14. Feel So Good came on. In my mind, I can't fathom. Mace that was, was 90s, though. Mace was the biggest shit on earth, though. So but, to me, you know, you dead she, right. She yeah, wasn't even she, born. She wasn't even born. But it, it's so hard for me to compute that because the shit was so big. I'm like... She like, you know, and I she's my daughter, so of course I put her onto a gang of music. You know, I'm like, yo, this was yo, she didn't know a Nelly record. Yeah, but she's this, like, is that Nelly? You know, she knows Nelly because he's still popular, he's still a personality. And the reality but but is, the records, you know what I'm saying? Like not knowing the records, these things didn't translate over. And as as her parent, it's my job to make sure she's aware. Like you but can it's listen also to your, your job shit. to make sure that she knows how to pay bills. We do all that. So I wonder in the whole general thing is where does the knowing who Esco is fit in the responsibilities of schooling you sometimes? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. She comes from the parents or the older siblings or the older cousins or whatever. But I just wonder when does it come up in conversation per se? Most oh, and by the way, Esco was not, was uh, not, sorry, it's not, <laughs> you know? I think it's a little bit everybody's problem because I bet you your daughter knows poison. BBD? And that was before everything you just mentioned. This is true. Why does she know that? Because it's, it's getting a, played, right? It's such it's such a a, a a marginal record, you know what I'm saying? Is she called those the black barbecue records? Those the before <laughs> I let goes Frankie Beverly Mays and you know the poison. She's like, oh, that's the black barbecue music. You but go she to knows black it because barbecue, it's getting played. You go to a black barbecue, you go hit his records because they because they get played. Um, an, another thing I wanted to touch on in that topic though is um. There's no other profession, because hip-hop is a business, right? It's the music business. There's no other profession. You can't just go in and be a doctor and be like, all right, I'm going to just start doing shit my way. You got to go back and learn. You know what I'm saying? If you a lawyer, you go back and you study past cases and you know Roe versus Wade or whatever these things are. You know these things you, because that's the profession. Because, But it's a, it's a big, to me, it's like a bigger issue. It's not even going back, like if, if, to flip on what I'm saying, is that You've got Nas. They're not knowing Nas Esco for lyrical references. Nas and Jay had one of the biggest beefs in hip-hop history. They got on stage. They squashed the beef in front of all of us. They said, let's go, Esco. Jay brings Nas on stage. It was absolutely amazing. Was electric. We have to even accept the fact that they're not even YouTubing those moments. You know what I mean? Like, they're not even looking at it and saying, hey, we're hip-hop fans. Oh, well, I need to know Nas's whole catalog and who they're name-dropping. No, there are big moments in hip-hop history where he was referred to as Esco. Absolutely. And so that means the bigger picture is they're not just missing out, and I don't even know where I'm going with all this, but they're not just missing out on Nas's catalog or great catalog. They're missing out on moments, moments that built right. the culture to what it is today. Absolutely. That if you saw that moment, if you ever took the time to look up that moment, you know how Jay introduced Nas to the stage. So it's interesting in that is like, what are they not paying? I mean, it's it, maybe it's so big what they're not paying attention and they've dismissed that whole time period. But you do go to the black barbecue music and I'm not really sure because those <laughs> songs don't go anywhere. Those records know? don't go anywhere. Yeah. And you know, but that's a great point. V, these are moments like these moments make what the culture is. I went that, from that nasty, makes, we went from what, what's it called? I went from nasty, nasty Nas to Esco's trash. And the takeover and all of that is so huge. Exactly. So we're saying that you didn't just do your, not your, not do your homework on Nas. You didn't do your homework on the takeover. You didn't do your homework on the, when they squashed right, the, the beef, when they, all of that. There's a lot of elements that they missed along the way. 
And that's just one instance. You know, there's so much because these are the things that built the culture. These are the things that made hip hop what it is today. The, the, The reason why these kids can have a platform to put out records and you know what I'm saying? Like these are all of the things that paved the way for you. So how do you not have interest in it? Is it acceptable in any other genre of music to be a fan and not know like who some of the past artists are? That's a good question. Like, I don't think I so. I think we're all the wrong people to it, ask right it, now. Hey, you know what? We, we are definitely the wrong people to ask. Because I've been asking that over and over. I'm like, who do I ask this to? Right. You know, hey. you know like, what, who's the person who has any idea? <laughs> I heard Tory Lane say that he didn't even know who Brownstone was when he chose this song. Tory Lane's just a little bit of a bitter dude. Let's, let's not okay. the best example. I didn't, I didn't know that. I also, Brownstone but that's one crazy, hit. though. Oh, you got a point. But, yeah. that's, but, that, but, but it's also his but thing. I had, but he chose it. He chose that song. I had some interns around me that's in their younger 20s, late teens, didn't know a lot of big Mary J. Blige records, and that bothered me. That gotta you know bother you. How you not know Mary? How do you but not know? But on Devil's Advocate, and life goes on. And life goes on. You know what I mean? On. Like you know, it's like it bothers us. It bothers you. It bothered and certain things bother me. And then it's like, so the fuck what? Then they go on and they listen to what they don't listen. Like what? We're getting bothered, right? So what the fuck does it matter? And the bigger picture of thing, that's where I'm getting caught up, is like, I'm bothered you don't know this, this, and that. So the fuck what that? I'm bothered that you don't know that. Right. I'm going to stop them from making music, doing their thing, or listening to what they listen to. So I'm caught up in the caring side of it. You know what I mean? I'm bothered. But then that's that purest side. I, think, but I, think that's I don't a, know what it matters that that's I'm bothered. Another, that's, that's another... I'm not dissing you. And yeah, yeah, no, not, you know, I'm talking about myself, per se. What does it matter if you think this? the kids should know that? They're going to do whatever the fuck but, they want, and the world true. keeps turning. And because we did, what does it turn? What does it go to though? Where does it go? We're the first generation of uh, hip hop and whatnot. We're the first generation hip hop kids. That's why we feel so strongly about it too. And it just keeps on moving on. What is it? It's like forty years now, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. In about six years, I'm gonna be forty. Yeah, that's why I care so much. You are hip hop, Jack Thriller. You, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So, but does it go though? Then because if it every, keeps on getting, if every year we get more and more removed from the origins, like you're telling me, ten years from now they're just not going to care about Run DMC. This is what I'm. This, this is, is what, crazy. I, I, this exactly. Yo, this it, shit got to stop. We something got to happen. When the last time you went to a Run DMC concert? There's not any kids there. It's it's us and older people. That's fine I don't too. See when you a go lot to a Billy Joel concert, the same thing. Music concerts happening in general, though. Yeah, it's 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 crazy because we can't erase the history, man. You can't you can't get so. You far, can YouTube it though, but do they want to? You know, that's the thing, and I feel like it's like Sus said, man. It, it takes a village. I think it's everybody's responsibility to chime in and try to do a little bit so that. This culture, this is our thing, B. We can't let this shit erode and fade away and go away and 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 be a shell of it what what it once was. I'm not saying everybody go get a DJ Premier B and be on your boom bap '90s purest shit. That's primo, but understand primo, right, prem. You know what I mean? For those who don't know, his aliases. Um, it's a Manny joke. Is it big uh, mean Joe Prem? Um, <laughs> I think that I think that if we don't start to put some responsibility on it though some respect on it's it. gonna put please put some respect on our <laughs> yeah, names but i don't understand so you're gonna take young people and say hey you've got to pass this hip-hop test before you can go on and be a fan like i just don't know what you what do you mean what do you really do by that it's, i think the artist you know, that the current artist should should take initiative a little bit like you know what i'm saying bring the artists out more or say yo i remember when i speak about it more you I gotta connect I the dots you got to connect the dots. I mean, I think it's cool when, you know, a, a younger artist to bring out an OG artist or whatever, whatever. Like, you know, Kendrick having um, a, um, MC8 on on Good Kid, Mad City, or or most recently ASAP Ferg having Chuck D on his album. Like, that's where it starts. That's the way you start to bridge the gap. Because there's a bunch of kids who listen to Ferg who don't know Chuck D or Public Enemy. But, you know, take it a step further. What if they collaborated on a tape? You know, sometimes that guest appearance mm. seems like you're doing the bid for the moment. Yeah, you got your little old school moment or you did your this. I mean, it, we haven't really seen taking the old guy and the young guy and collaborating and bringing the, the generations together. Some of these guys way. don't need to rap, you know? let's be clear. Some of these guys don't but need to be rapping. It's kind of interesting, <laughs> you know, if you look at... I mean, Man, this is a pocket for all that bullshit. Well, how about make a movie? When Straight Outta Compton came out, you know how many kids start Googling NWA? Yo, I was couldn't... really yeah. that big? Dog, I couldn't find a Raiders hat nowhere, B. I'm like, oh, word? Y'all really just like... But they I wonder so how much really listened to the NWA music or bought the Raiders hat. You know, it's a hell of a lot no, easier to buy the hat than it is to go and listen and sit down and go through a catalog of music. I wonder who, because and, they did or, rechart, you know, you know, they did they did pop back up on and Billboard. The and people, the young people Right, buying. we don't know, you know who we that. Don't, you don't really know what that means and where that fits in. 
I would like to feel that it was the young people because I know that they're more of a digital-minded community. I'd like to True. feel that Trump is not going to win, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> so our Jesus feelings Lord. are definitely valid. You got a point. But I'm not really sure if they're going to dictate it all, you know? Yeah. We need these surveys again. We need to get hey, out there. If, if and, Arnold Schwarzenegger could do it, he could do it too. Shit. And Ronald Reagan, right? He was an actor. He was an actor. Went, went president. You know, but I always wonder, like, even slang changes from 90, from 95 to change, 2005, yeah. you know? It's, it's for to, to 2015. So we're talking 21, 22, whatever years later. I wonder how much of the kids put the stuff on and sometimes don't even know what they're talking about to some degree at times, you know? Not a familiar, yeah. like the slang is even different now. Yeah, I said, and you'll have conversations about lyrics and they don't totally know what the lyric yeah, was. Yeah, I think I said around um, a 19-year-old kid, I said, yo, that Future song is dope. Because I come from the era of the world. Oh, exactly. I got harassed for They said, dope? I, Yo, you're yeah. so old school. Cold chilling. That shit was slamming, bitch. But these kids Stupid. also are doing a lot of classic culture. Like, I see kids running around with flat tops. and Right, all, like, all like the movie Dope, right? Yeah, so there yeah. is an infatuation. It's a little weird. If you know the but old school fashion. who set that tone that they're listening to? You know, like, this, somebody set the tone to go do the haircut, to go do the this, to go do that. They decided that it was cool to some degree at some point. How? That's what it is. They're 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 attracted to something. What are they attracted to that makes them do this haircut, wear this, da da da, whatever it is? It's like that. Whoever's setting that tone mm -hmm. is the one that's going to tell them to listen to old hip hop. You know, well, we need to find that person. But if you look, you mean, I mean, Joey Badass is is an artist who has a strong following and fan base. He tours a lot, and he was is rooted in you know a certain sound in 90s hip-hop and he works with guys like premiere and you know and he has a, a huge following you know but, of kids they got that whole pro era thing going I, one part you made me think of it with joey i went to a joey show a couple of years ago and he did a biggie cover and i was like this is fascinating because you know we're in a culture where people don't normally cover songs and i'm a big i'm on a big bandwagon right now that we're going to go that direction and so we have a culture where you don't really cover somebody's song. Why are you acting like you're doing it better? Is it, you know, fucked up if you go in? And now you're seeing, we just had Chance the Rapper cover um, Kanye, cover Will Smith. We had Biggie, uh, sorry, uh, J. Cole cover Biggie. We have, we're starting to see rappers actually cover rap songs, which is something that they've done in country. They've done in every other genre of music for how long? We haven't done that. So now hip hop as a whole is saying, okay, so we're going to start covering older rapper songs. So maybe that's another entry point. Can you, you do know? that? Like in hip hop? Like, remember Whitney Houston did um, I Will Always Love You and made mm -hmm. it huge, but it was originally a Dolly Parton record. But right. So what about the Fuchis and um, Killing Kill Me Softly? Softly? That's right. a cover, a, a cover if you flat. really look at it. You know, yeah, 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 that is. way it's just not a hard rap. But when Cole But Killing Me Softly was more R&B. Can you do that with just... Can somebody come here and do like I'm just gonna re-release one more chance by Biggie? I don't know if you release it, but if you commercially... have a live performance and you do a great live performance of your own rendition of Biggie's whatever it is, that will get enough, could get, if it's done right, enough YouTube and, and views and credit that way that people look at it. I think there's something to maybe that. I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of it. We've seen a few guys pop up lately covering songs, mostly from chance. A little bit from Cole. We've got, uh, what's his, Joey's done it. I mean, I think, and I could be wrong, but didn't uh, Ross do Denzel Curry or something? Cover a Denzel Curry song or something? Okay. I could be making this one okay. up completely. I don't really, I could be remembering well, that wrong. Denzel well, Ross, is, Ross, is, <laughs> Ross has done some Biggie stuff, you know, in verses and, you know. Um, I'm talking, you take the whole song and you perform it from top to bottom. We're starting to see a little bit more like that. And you wonder if that's a shift in how people are thinking because that's what every other genre Something of music Something has does. to be done. Hip hop has to be, it can't just be this anomaly. It has to be treated like a musical genre and it has to be allowed to grow up and it has to be allowed to be a, a place where not only young people run and dictate what's happening, but there's guys who laid this groundwork. There are guys who came before. There are guys who made it possible for you to be where you are. And it's just like in, in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? Like, they wasn't getting that bread like LeBron getting, but they got the greatest players and they come out and they honor them and they talk about them and they watch footage and, I you got know. the solution. What's the solution, Sus? Drake is the Jay-Z of this time and Jay-Z is the Jay-Z of our time. Them two motherfuckers need to come together and make the people fucking listen. They can't they even, need to do something they together. They can't get along for more than 10 minutes. <laughs> there's true. a, there's a, there's a, I don't know. They like, need to do it for hip hop. <laughs> There's an alpha ego thing going on there. You know what's funny? That, and this is a little off uh, off the topic and not hip hop. But I went to see Tony Braxton last week, and she did um, she did one more chance. She performed the whole shit. It was so nuts to see her rapping 
and swagging. That's and gonna all be that. a different thing. When no, that's we a see totally more different people thing. start to cover rap, whether it be rappers or R and B or all that. We don't have that history like that. You have like Ed Sheeran doing weird rap covers sometimes, right? People get but so infatuated with those things. Too. But they, but it's a whole a whole open lane for hip hop to go in. I mean, and talk about covering the history. I mean, you could do. I'm gonna give all my ideas away. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, you know what's another thing is like people get so excited when they see artists who aren't hip hop embrace hip hop. Like you see a Taylor Swift rapping Kendrick Lamar lyrics and it goes crazy, or you see Adele doing Nicki Minaj and you know the shit gets 40 million views. You know what I'm saying? Because there is an interest in hip hop. We need to we need to have that same respect within the community. And I definitely feel like the artists coming up should understand where it came from and care and want to know. And don't help. say anything as crazy as Lil Yachty is the new Tupac. Don't say that, because when I see you, I'm going to want to fight you. <laughs> and if you say that, you better have a super amount of but knowledge But you're not going to see them because it's hidden online. You oh, know? my God. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to see what happens when uh, the Tupac biopic comes out, uh, All Eyes on Me. I think it's going to be another another huge movie, um, but, but I want to know, I, I will want to know how much of it you know, how much of the takeaway, like you said, with the NWA film, how much are people going to go back and research and, and get into the music and some of these young kids who don't understand the impact of who Tupac was, you know, outside you know of just... You crazy? Uh, Tupac still gets played in rotation a lot. Not not heavy, but... That's because like he keeps putting classes. out records. <laughs> <laughs> and it also doesn't help when, um like, the, the current artists beef with the old artists, like, for instance, Nicki Minaj and Kim. Right. Like, those two should be coming together so that, because I remember like um, Kim came out on the Bad Boy 20th anniversary BET concert and Puff performed for the 20th anniversary, and Kim came out and was everybody went crazy there. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, some girl um, that was a little bit younger asked me, "Was Kim really that big?" That's crazy. That you, that's I think crazy. That, you know what's so nuts about and, and but why is it crazy if she wasn't alive then? She didn't experience it. She didn't, you know, it's not on the radios now. I mean, she could go and look up some videos and see her perform. But I could understand somebody not no, being there. I can tell you right now because that Elvis was big. Because we people, lived through it. Was this person big then? I don't. How big were they? Hey, I wasn't. On. I wasn't alive. But I could tell you Frank Sinatra was big. I could tell but you Elvis was big. But I don't know if Frank exactly. Sinatra and Elvis are little Kim. I mean, you know, like let's <laughs> let's be realistic. You know, Kim was big, definitely. But the Elvis history and the Frank Sinatra history are at a different. I caliber. know some people that know Biggie's name, but they don't know how the records, like how big the records were, and like they don't know a lot of the records. And I'm, how is this even possible? It's because we lived through it, and it was so big for us that you just feel like everybody should understand and know. But obviously, for, for young people who weren't alive and around, then for them, it's not the same. And I think they should be able to ask you that question, and I, I mean, you know, and be, and then have a conversation about it. You know, I think we're all shocked you don't know that, you know, kind of thing. You don't fucking know that. But I think they should be able to ask us, and then we have a conversation, and we school them about it, rather than judge them that they don't know it. That comes back to the, the thing on ESCO, the whole thing that looked to me was that we all wanted to smash the kids for not knowing, but we didn't want to explain what they had to know. These are the essential songs from his ESCO time period that you should listen to. You have to listen to this album because of this reason. This is blah, blah, blah. He was ESCO for this reason and the poet and the mafioso theme and the switch. We didn't, nobody said that But anywhere. it was also the way that they said it, like, Double XL, y'all need to change that. Oh, I can't believe y'all made that mistake. There was a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, because this generation thinks they know everything. I fucking know I mean, it all. Of course, it's gonna be that but, way. But nobody told us nothing. No, we did all that ourselves, though, Vanessa. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have everything that they have today in our face and the technology and the which should make it easier. Right? You feel like the more it's, it's, I say this shit all the time. It's like the more connected we get, the more disconnected we are. You got a million ways to communicate with somebody and understand what they're doing, and you probably don't even fucking know really their real but name. But I could ask you if Little Kim is big. They can go look her up on YouTube. But if I can go to somebody who was around at that time period and say, was she really that big? And that was somebody that was firsthand, I'm gonna get more information Absolutely. from that person than I am from a video. Absolutely. So I do think there's a lot of responsibility on us in that capacity. And again, you to know, my and, point, and to we offer, gotta come we can't together. be so offended that you don't know. We have to offer what you should know. I'm gonna be shocked. take away a lot from that Twitter. I'm gonna be shocked, but then I wanna try to remedy the situation by giving you the information, I think it's up to them to want to receive it. You know, and that's definitely a part of it, but it also could be how we're responding to them that they want to receive it. You know, I, I don't know. You know, but if we're making them feel stupid that they don't know it, do I want to learn it? I'm not sure. I'm just trying to figure that part out. I don't know if talking down to them is going to do it. That never works. And I think that that's the mentality of what happens. We're so exasperated that you don't know this and that, and you should. 
that we're hung up on that before we get to the next part. I don't know if that works, and I don't know if what I'm saying makes any difference at all, you know? I mean, But it's I, something to, yeah, we're shocked. We're shocked you don't fucking know. Well, then I don't know if somebody's going to come at me if I'm going to want to then talk to you more about it, you know? I'm going to shut up and move on. There's something. something We got to figure something out. We got to do something because, I, like I said, I think I think that the foundation and the groundwork and, and, and the origins of this great culture that provides for each and every one of us in this room is going to be lost. You know, and we can't let that happen. You know what I'm saying? There's a rock and roll hall of fame. You know what I'm saying? There's a country music hall of fame. These other genres of music are revered and they're older people put on pedestals and you got this one's guitar and this one's hat and this one, you know, and, and of course, you know, we love to see things like NWA and Run DMC getting a rock and roll hall of fame. But us as a culture, we have to honor this culture the way that other cultures honor their shit. And we, and we can't just throw the old people away, man. Well, we can't have Karis one beefing with, you know, the new guys, or or we can't have Chuck D beefing with the new guys. Like it gotta be, you know, we 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 gotta figure out Yo, some remember, type of common ground. Remember when Karis one was beefing with Nelly and was like old versus new? And Yo, now hey. these motherfuckers don't even know the Nelly record. Right wow. now, Nelly is <laughs> now is Nelly crazy. is wow. KRS one. Not that's even crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's Nelly, that not even that long ago, in my opinion. Absolutely not. But because it was we like old. ten years ago. We you know, old. I mean, eight that's years not... it was. It was a long time ago. I don't know. That's not. Sometimes when you work in this industry, to me, I always make the joke: it's all one big year. Yeah. We forget how much time has really gone by. Exactly. Yo, it's been you know, twenty-one years since nineteen ninety-five. That's a big deal. That's a long time. That's a yeah. whole lifetime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For us, that shit was like yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Like you remember what was popping. You remember what you was wearing, and and that was it, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you know, the, the, um, I just want to add something. It's funny that you had said something about um, the little Kim thing. Because yeah. the same thing happened to me when I was watching the Tupac documentary. Um, with the one uh, where uh, they were saying that, some, he, that uh, somebody had him set up and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, he's walking through the casino. And, like, all these people are looking at him and staring at him and stuff. And the girl that was with me watching it, she was like, yo, why are they following him like that? I was like, yo, he's equivalent to being Drake going to go kick somebody's ass inside the casino. And it blew her away. She didn't know that Tupac was that. Well, that's that's the Tupac wow. thing is absurd. Yeah, that's not, crazy. I, I, that's Tupac, Tupac ones, is it's... Frank Sinatra, damn. But she's born in 1990. <laughs> she's, she's born in 1990. Well, that's you shouldn't even be hanging out with girls in I didn't find out until after we did it. Uh, oh, my egg. God. You stay on your Aunt <laughs> Kelly shit. That, that was more of a, uh, who else is a named Kelly? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't pee on her. Because when I was peeing on girls that was 14, I was 14 when I was peeing on girls that was 14. Oh, my you God. You know what? And I think this is a good time for us to wrap things up. Okay. Big he doesn't wrap it up. To <laughs> man, Jack Thriller. So, to to All my disease is curable. In closing. <laughs> Sus, what do you what do you think we what do you think we can do should do and do you think that these think, young rappers you, is it their responsibility to to I know? think it's everybody's responsibility I think us as DJs it's our responsibility I think the radio stations I think the magazines the TVs the internet blogs you know everybody should and especially the current celebrities because a lot of these artists that's popping right now not all of them like not these one hit wonders but a lot of the ones that's popping right now always express that who who they listen to from the 90s and 80s and their fans of spe- I don't even believe a shit they say. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're all listening to them fucking selves all the time. They're telling you what they think is cool at the moment. Unless they start really spitting the stuff, to my, sometimes to me it's like a lot. I, I know what I'm supposed, supposed to tell to you that it? I listen to. I think people should, well... You know, like ones, that, I know I'm supposed to say I listen to so-and-so, but I didn't really listen I feel to you. It. So the ones who are honest, like, I th- you know, and don't wait till they die either. Like when Five died, and that's when Kendrick comes out and all these people come out. None of them was fucking with Fife. Right. None of them was fucking with Well, I was going with what people say. We wasn't even fucking with Fife like that. I was fucking with Fife. Nah, I was fucking with Tribe. I was fucking with Tribe. I was the bigger brand, but I was fucking with Tribe Called Quest. Nah, we was fucking with Tribe. Hey, only reason why I was fucking with Fife at some points was when he was asking me, you on point Fife. I just like saying, you on point Fife. stop it, stop it. Oh, man. Jack, what do you think? Oh, I think it's everybody's responsibility. That's it. Jack Thriller, what do you what do you think? I, I think about what? About Fife or what? Who? No, not about Fife. Rest in peace to Fife. Overall feeling. Do you oh, think? No, I don't I don't think it's uh, anybody's responsibility to, um, you know, badger these kids about who's hiding, who's not, and whatnot. I think that you got to want to go learn that shit yourself. You got to want to do it because that's the only way it's going to be genuine and you're going to get exactly what you need and you'll be able to keep up with a conversation with somebody who actually is a hip-hop historian. That's like saying, well, real quick, that's like saying don't teach the kids social studies 
because we don't want to learn that shit. We got to teach. But it's all the way on TV. It's inside your face. You know what I'm saying? The shit is right there. (laughs) It's right there. V, you got any closing comments? I don't know. I'm still watching it all. I think it's interesting. I think the Esco moment was... something that we hadn't really seen happen you know something totally was a just a a generational divide but it's not gonna be the last time that happens and i'm not really sure you know it's our responsibility to figure out the best way to document this stuff or to teach or whatever and i think i'm still figuring all of that out you know figuring out what they're supposed to know what they aren't supposed to know what are the expectations you know i mean every kid that went on there didn't say listen i'm a diehard hip-hop fan they're just somebody who commented. I mean, if you're a diehard hip-hop fan and you claim that title, then you should know Esco. But if you're a casual hip-hop fan and you just want to talk some shit on Twitter, I don't know if I have to tell you, you need to know Esco. Where's the line of saying what you're supposed to know, what you're not supposed to know in life, you know? I think it depends on what you're labeling yourself as. You're a hip-hop editor, and there were editors definitely on Twitter who didn't know he was Esco from known publications. So that's a big factor. They too also don't me. know how to edit, but that's another conversation. But who? Yeah, but who? who they, they, they thought Esco was though. They thought it was DJ Esco. They thought it who was the fuck is DJ Esco? Exactly. DJ Future. Yeah. Future, Future DJ. DJ. Is he that big? For the for these kids, for these yes. kids, he's bigger than Nas yes, is Esco. He's, he's, he's the he's the original Esco. What did he do? <laughs> he did March Madness. goddammit. it! He made the beat. Did he make the beat? I'm not sure. Actually, see, we don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> I, I know. I know he's Future's DJ, and I know you know. How do you know that? I mean, I, I DJ in the club on radio. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know. It. Wow. I mean, they're name dropping him plenty. You know, I mean, it's not he's getting name dropped by Future and in and, and records and all over the place plenty. He's cool for the moment. So you know, he was I mean, never talking about Nas. No, he, he was, was never talking no, about Nas. No, nobody was ever talking about Nas. Wow. I'm old. I'm old. He thought Future was talking about Nas when he was talking about Esco. Yeah, the whole time. I like, who the fuck is DJ Esco? What the fuck have you here for then? I'm sorry, man. I'm old, man. Yo, Esco can't buy this type of promotion right now. Oh, yo. man. Which shout Esco? out. Shout <laughs> either out. Either one. Shout out to Nas, I mean, Escobar, DJ, and DJ Esco. You know what's interesting Esco. is if DJ Esco, which is Eskimo, da-da-da, Eskimo is spelled with a K. Mm-hmm. And I know he's playing off of other things, but if he would have called himself DJ Esco, E-S-K-O, we would have been done right there. Sure. You know, people would have known, okay, Esco, S-K, I think that's it. You know, so it is interesting. And when DJ Esco then made himself DJ Esco, did he know who Esco was and that he was... Being right. the second Esco. Right. And am I offending him or disrespecting him by saying he's the second Esco? That's but I wonder thing. if he knew, or if maybe he said this and I missed it, did he know and was like, yeah, I don't care about Esco. I'm going to name myself whatever. I'm the new Esco. Or I don't even know that dude, es- Nas is Esco or whatever it is. Like, where did the guy who named himself that? True indeed. Mm. I think that same conversation happened with ASAP Rock and ASAP Rocky. And I played this A$AP one today. BGZ, GEZ, GZ, Kanyezy, Easy E. You know, it's. Where does the biting start and the homage stop right. or stop or start at all? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Listen, we want to hear from y'all, man. Drop us a comment in the comment section on this YouTube, on this podcast. Definitely let us know how you feel. Jack Thriller, let the people know where they can find your crazy Jack ass. Jack Thriller, at man. The whatever strip club is yeah, going at, on. Yeah, at all the strip clubs, you can find Wherever me in the, the sex room. Come on, man. Uh, uh, what is it? Underscore the sex room uh, at Jack Thriller. Um, young Jack Thriller, this is 50.com and jackthriller.com. Absolutely. Sus. Mm-hmm. At DJ Sus1, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, you know, Facebook. Of course, you can check me on Radio Power 1051 or Series XM Hip Hop Nation. And make sure y'all check out the featurepresentation.com, which is a movie website. All my all the movie news and Hollywood news is there. Absolutely. You can contact me. Even though he didn't see the new uh Captain America. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm more of a DC guy, but I'll see <laughs> I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. Hey man, y'all over 40, man. Stop this. Absolutely. Listen, you know you can find me at man Sirius XM Monday through Friday. Hip Hop Nation. Big shout out to my whole team over there. At Are we Toray, doing times on your Twitters? <laughs> at Toray on your Instagrams. V, you wanna? I got nothing. I'm here. That's it, man. Yeah, XXLMag.com. You know how we do it. Make sure you subscribe, you like, you comment, you let us know how you're feeling, and join us next week as we do it all over again. Peace out. All right. <laughs>